0: Hi, I'm Richard Randall and welcome to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker, the owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. <laughs> and this is the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or to sell real estate in this hot market with Colorado Springs Real Estate Authority. That is barb schlinker s-c-h-l-i-n-k-e-r barb schlinker is a retired navy veteran barb is an author barb schlinker is a pilot as well and she enjoys everything that colorado springs has to offer with her amazing and talented team barb always great to be talking with you and for months now we've been talking about this red hot real estate market and whether or not there will be some cracks in the demand what do you see
1: Well, I'm going to speak initially about the national level, and then we'll go into the local level. We did just get market stats just a few days ago, and it is starting to level off a little bit, but it's still hotter than last year, hotter than the year before. It's really not that bad of a market. It's just, you know, how long can you boom up in prices before the buyers kind of give up and say, hey, this is too expensive for me. So first, I want to talk about an article that came out on uh, from Realtor.com. So Realtor.com, very interesting. Initially, back in the 90s, when the MLS, which used to be all, uh, it was like a database of homes for sale, were all submitted to this private system. And every two weeks, they come out with this book of homes. Do you remember seeing that years ago, Richard?
0: I do. In- you see it various places. Yeah. It's
1: called the MLS book. It, was, it looked like a phone book. It was black and white pictures, maybe, if there was a picture of homes for sale, and just the data, maybe a description. So technology has really changed our world. But the thing was, there are probably 1,400 different, there still are, 1,400 different MLS systems in the country. They're all very local yokel. They all have different software, and they don't talk to each other. <laughs> So it's like a government thing almost. So these little national or these little local association of realtors feed into the realtor.com, which was a website that was created back in the nineties. And basically the national association of realtors sold it to now it's owned by Rupert Murdoch. They sold it off and they were basically a tech company that took all these different MLSs and converted them to display as one uniform website across the country. So it is the source where you can get the best data about whether or not homes are available. Zillow has always been about fake news, and and they're my nemesis, really. But they don't care if their data is accurate or not, because their objective is to get buyer leads. and, And they made it their mission to try to take over real estate. You know, which is crazy. Well, we're going to talk about that next week. I'm kind of excited about that topic. So, Realtor.com basically came out with this article looking at what's going on on a national basis. And it's been sizzle hot in most of the markets in the country, not all of them, but I'd say a majority of them. So, what's happened more recently is fewer buyers are seeking mortgages, so down by about 14%. That's a, that's a pretty big number. Um, And then according to Mark Zandy, who's the chief economist for Moody's, he said it doesn't mean the bubble is bursting or that prices will drop. He just said it's kind of a combination of the buyers being priced out of the market, low inventory, and fears on the buyer side of maybe a bubble happening. You know, most of the buyers in the market right now were alive back in 2007, 2008, when prices imploded so they peaked up really fast because anybody with a pulse and some people without a pulse could get a mortgage <laughs> and then all of a sudden when they realized that these people were getting mortgages that could they couldn't afford the whole house of cards kind of imploded there's another economist I uh, mean Joel Kahn from the Mortgage Bankers Association and he expects to see the the number of people getting mortgages to actually rise and it's mostly driven not by the entry-level buyers, but the higher-end buyers. So looking on a national basis, the prices are not expected to go down. That's good news. Why are they not expected to go down? One thing that they use, they use this term that I really liked, which was called pricing deceleration. So I've been here in the business since I think I got my license in 1996. I've been through a lot of different markets, but over time on average, a typical even balanced market for this area is an annual appreciation of anywhere from, I'd say five to 7%. What we saw in the past year was almost 25%. I mean, that's that's a huge number and you cannot expect that to keep going. So what they mean by price deceleration is that the rate of increase will slow down. Does
0: that make sense, Richard? It, it does. It's it just it, it that's why I'm thankful for you, Barb Schlinker, because if somebody just said price deceleration, I would be clueless. But by the time you get done explaining this stuff, yeah, it, it makes sense. Yeah. So
1: you're listening, Schlinker. I'm with Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. I've been here in the business for 20, I don't know, 23 years, 20, I can't remember. But anyway, long time and seeing a lot of markets. And uh, this is one of the things I love to do is study what's going on in the market to really be in tune with what's going on, not only by actually actively doing the listings and sales, but also by paying attention to the market trends because- when you hire an agent that's, or, or a team that's comfortable with the market, chances are you're going to get good information. So if you do plan to make a move, you can actually make a good decision about where to price the home, when to go on the market, all those different things. The, the other thing that happened as a result of the previous meltdown is that builders stopped building. A lot of them got burned. A lot of them were over-speculating, buying these houses kind of halfway in construction in the hopes that a buyer would buy them back during the meltdown. And then, whoops, sorry, the market kind of shuddered and then stopped. And they got stuck. There were a couple local builders like John Lang Homes that actually went bankrupt. They've kind of been very, very conservative. And for them, getting financing to build their projects has been more limited, so they can't have as many speculative homes, even though the demand is there. Plus, the other curve, of course, was COVID and the cost of lumber. There were so many things going on that created uncertainty that they basically kind of slow the process down. So they're not moving fast enough. The interest rates are still at record lows, and they will continue to what they call juice the market or really keep the demand going. Buyers in the future, they're not going to get a discount, they're not going to get a deal, that's okay, but it's possible that they might be facing fewer bidding wars, and I think that's probably a good thing. So let's talk about, you know, what else is going on. There could be a reduction in the surge of demand. So if you look back after pandemic, a lot of people were transitioning from working uh, working in an office to working from home. It it created a lot of pent-up demand that that also was a factor in the surge, in my opinion. And then the the one factor that I think is pretty important is that the buyers are getting frustrated. They're calling it a buyer protest, where they're like, I'm not playing anymore in this market. I've made 5, 10, 12 offers and got shot down making my best offer. So I'm just not going to play. And I think that that could be a factor. So... That's what's going on. In the next part, we're going to talk about the granular statistics and really get into the detail of what's going on right here in our local market. Richard?
0: You're listening to The Real Estate Voice. That is Barb Schlinker of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And if you're interested in selling your home or you want to buy one, give Barb a call. His phone number is 719-301-3900. We're talking about signs of transition from this red hot real estate market into something perhaps a little less robust. Uh, Tell us more about the local market, uh, Barb.
1: Well, it was some of the statistics were a little bit surprising. There is a sudden flattening of the price increase. And I've been saying all along, it's going to happen. We're not going to keep going up exponentially every single month. So the actually the average sales price was down, not by much. It was almost just like a little afterthought, like a thousand dollars. However, the volume of sales is higher. So what does that mean? I don't know. It could have been just the group of averages that month might have indicated it was more of a flattening of prices. We're not really sure. But the number of sales is way up from a year before and way up from the previous three years by seven, 800 homes across the year. That's a lot. So I th- or for that month. So I, th- I think it's going to be fine. The market's still going to be good. It's still going to be strong. Maybe we won't have as many bidding wars in every single price range. So if you can look at the average and median sales price, the graph is flattening. But if you actually go back to like what happened in the fall where it seemed like there was a red hot market going on, but the prices were indicating flattening, don't worry about that. That's just an average. And then the other numbers I look at, whoop well, is a busy slide, so don't worry too much about it. But what we are seeing is in all the different price ranges that homes are sitting on the market before they go under contract, just a little bit longer, few extra days. Okay, so it's not going to fly off the shelf in two days. Slow mine down anyway. I don't, I don't like going that fast, but homes from four to 500,000, they're taking 14 days. Used to be seven in June. Homes from five to 600,000, they're taking 11 days, used to be nine in June. Homes from six to 800,000 are taking 30 days, but it was 14 in June. And homes from 800 to a million are taking 30 days. That's still extraordinary. Just to put it in perspective, before COVID, we could not keep up with the inventory under 400,000. Now we cannot keep up with the inventory every single month, all the way up to a million dollars. And that's continued to go on throughout the whole entire year. The one big surprise is prices price homes priced from 1 million to 2 million are actually taking less time to sell. <laughs> that time was cut in half. So it doesn't make any sense, but it's still a red hot market. Anytime you see less than three to six months of inventory, we're in a good situation. Available inventory has ticked up a little bit, That's okay. That's normal for this time of year. Typically, the volume of homes peaks out in the summer, and we are seeing that again. We didn't see it last year because of COVID. It was crazy. But that particular chart that we're looking at right now is a snapshot of the available homes for sale on that day, the first day of the month. Homes are getting snapped up quickly. A lot more homes are selling. I am very optimistic about this market. Even the days on market have gone down. One more short thing I want to talk about. There was a study that came out that my husband shared with me. It was an article that was involved with a moving van line where they, they, because I get get a lot of clients who are moving out of the state. And so they defined what are these death spiral states. (laughs) You might find this interesting, Richard. That those are states in which the takers of income out of the state outnumber the makers of income. Wow. And you can probably guess what, what states those are. So with those states, there's a concern of future tax burdens rising. There is state finances are, are deteriorating, a mass exodus of residents Or an economic climate that's really not good. So United Bandlines put out this chart that basically says that these are the states. So we're looking at a chart where the states of high outbound movements are from places like California, Kansas. Kansas was a surprise. North Dakota. North Dakota is not a surprise to me because the pipeline got shut down, right? Remember that?
0: Right, Exactly.
1: Louisiana, Mississippi, Illinois, high-tech state, Indiana, that surprises me, Ohio, New York, not a surprise, New Jersey, not a surprise, Pennsylvania, not a surprise, and Virginia. People are moving out of there. Colorado, though, is a balanced state. There's kind of an even amount moving in and out. So that's a good indication that our market's still going to be good
0: you're listening to the real estate voice with barb schlinker of your home sold guaranteed realty and tracking people moving in moving out how the market is doing and whether it will slow down she is the person to listen to it is spelled s c h l i n k e r and if you're thinking of making a move give her a call at 719-301-3900 we'll take a short break when we come back we'll be discussing the top 7 ways to prepare for a market shift Stay tuned for that.